Hello and welcome to another episode of On The Mark Homeschooling with me, your host, Mark Reese. I've been in homeschooling for over 20 years, both as a dad of two girls who were homeschooled throughout by my wife, Ivana. They never attended a mainstream school for a day in their lives and went on to complete their Cambridge AS levels. And both are now, by God's grace, happily married and following different career paths. I'm also the MD and lead an amazing team of people at love to learn which is a modular curriculum with a broad, rich and varied subject offering, catering for auditory, visual and kinesthetic learning styles. In this podcast series, I'm looking at some of the common challenges homeschooling moms and prospective homeschooling moms face, and I share some solutions to these challenges. In today's podcast, I'll be addressing the issue of whose advice should I follow when it comes to deciding what material and how much I should use to homeschool my child. When it comes to seeking advice, there is a wonderful scripture found in the book of Proverbs, chapter 11 and verse 14. The Message Bible puts it like this. Without good direction, people lose their way. The more wise counsel you follow, the better your chances. And the Amplified Bible phrases the same scripture as follows. Where there is no wise, intelligent guidance, the people fall and go of course like a ship without a helm. But in the abundance of wise and godly counsellors, there is victory. I can share with you that in all the consultations that I've done with current and prospective homeschooling parents, I've always tried to remain faithful to what I believe is my responsibility, and that is to try and give them as much information as possible so that they can make an informed and wise decision on behalf of their family. My motto is, your children, your homeschool, your budget, your responsibility, and thus, your decision. And frankly, this is the mindset I believe every homeschooling family should have. Because what you must never forget is that no one knows your child like you do. Now, if you're in homeschooling for more than about 15 minutes, you're bound to come across the name Charlotte Mason and maybe even aspects of her educational philosophy. As an aside, her philosophy has had a marked influence on the way that we've designed Love to Learn, especially in the foundational and intermediate phases. And you can read more about it on our website. Charlotte Mason had remarkable wisdom and insight regarding education, and many of her quotes have become world-renowned and blessed many homeschooling parents. When it comes to seeking helpful guidance as regards how much material to give your child, I believe the following two quotes from her are golden. The first one is, expose children to a broad, rich, and varied education. And the second, in many respects, almost a continuation of this thread, Charlotte said, give children many hooks on which to hang hats of knowledge. In essence, what she was saying was, if you expose children to a very narrow subject and topic selection, especially when they're little, they have less to draw on when down the line they need to solve a question or address an issue. But when you expose children to a broad selection of subjects, they then have so much more to draw on when looking for a solution. As a crude illustration, if you build on a foundation the size of a matchbox, you are limited in terms of the structure and height to which you can build. However, if you build on a foundation the size of a rugby field, you have many, many options in terms of the type of structure and size of building you can build. With respect, it goes much further than this because, you see, by exposing children to a broad selection of subject areas, you also afford them the chance to identify areas of interest, passion, gifting, talent. Over the years, I've had numerous discussions with parents where they've wanted to know 
what subjects we offer at various grade levels. One of the attractions of our curriculum offering is the fact that we do offer a broad, rich and varied range of subjects from which parents can choose, including subjects like Latin, critical thinking, STEAM and the like, and most of these from as young as grade double naught level. So in a typical discussion with a mother, she will ask me to compile a quotation for her and I'll then ask her to let me know which subjects she'd like me to add to her quote. In order to save her time, I'll offer to read off the list of subjects we offer and all she needs to do is say yes or no in order for me to know whether or not to add it to her quote. So a typical conversation will go something like this. Maths? Yes. English? Oh, yes. Reading? Oh, yes, please. History? Oh, no, not history. I hated history when I was at school. Now, I have no doubt that some of you are smiling as you're listening to this because you can easily relate to the notion. But the fact of the matter is that I need to stop right there and remind that mom and perhaps even some of you listening to this podcast that with respect, this is not about her educational experience and subject prejudices. It's about her child's journey. Who's to say her child won't like history or biology or geography or whatever subject it might be that conjures up the bad memories from her mom's schooling yesteryears? And further, who knows if... In contrast to their mom's dislike for biology, that child won't become thoroughly smitten with the subject and in time go on to become a medical researcher who discovers a cure for cancer or TB or or whatever. So in keeping with Charlotte Mason's educational philosophy, with Love to Learn curriculum, we encourage families to expose their children to a broad, rich and varied education. But we don't dictate that in any way, shape or form. Our curriculum is modular, so a parent may order as little as one subject at a time if that's all they require to meet their needs. One thing I know we can all agree on is that when it comes to needs and preferences in homeschooling, we are definitely not all the same. For some of us, an unstructured, eclectic approach is ideal. But for others, and in my experience this is the bulk of parents, they find comfort in having at least some structure and guidance in place to help them. And this brings me to a slightly sensitive point which I need to raise because over the years it's been a source of enormous frustration for me to see how at seminars and on social media many homeschoolers, many of whom are pretty novice themselves, in their desire to help but based on their own preferences and prejudices tend to dictate to rather than guide newcomer homeschoolers in what they must and mustn't do. The result is that they guilt and in some instances shame parents who are starting out into doing homeschooling the way they do it, rather than trying to understand the newcomer homeschoolers' needs and then try to guide and advise accordingly. Comments like, whatever you do, don't buy a curriculum, or don't use that maths curriculum, use this one, and my all-time least favorite. There is so much free stuff on the internet, just download material and do your own thing, and the list goes on. Folks, I can tell you that I have lost count of the number of moms that have come to love to learn because they are at their wits end with the way that they've been homeschooling. And virtually every time, it's been a case of them desperately needing some or even a lot of structure and guidance, which many a curriculum can offer. But at the time when they started homeschooling, other homeschoolers guilted and pressured them into not buying any sort of curriculum. Let's just step back and take stock for a moment. Can I remind you, That as a prospective homeschooling parent, you are choosing to remove your child from a system-centered, dictatorial, 
one-size-must-fit-all school environment in favor of the promise of being able to be child-centered and flexible in the education of your child at home. And so, if you allow yourself to be pressured by and dictated to by other homeschoolers, you're just going from the frying pan into the fire. What many parents fail to comprehend, and this is a crucial ingredient in the whole equation and one that I mentioned earlier, is the fact that you know your child better than anyone else on the planet. And it is for this reason that we advocate that you don't allow others to dictate to you, but rather invite them to share with you. Here's what we suggest, and this is why. Then, armed with this information, you can make an informed decision filtered by your unique knowledge and understanding of your child, coupled with your needs and your preferences as the educator. A final aspect in the process of deciding what and how much material you need to homeschool your child is to remind you that whatever curriculum material you do choose to use, that curriculum must serve you and not become your master. Now, whenever I share this advice with parents, and in particular with moms, they almost always nod and smile as if to say, yes, Mark, of course, I would never let myself become a slave to my curriculum. But the reality is that if, like most of us, you attended a mainstream school for your education, you will tend to come to homeschooling with only what we like to call your 12-year degree in how to do school as a point of reference. Couple this with a little bit of insecurity and a desire to do your best for your children and you have a surefire recipe for becoming the person who makes sure that they dot every I, cross every T and tick every box that's offered up in your curriculum material. Quicker than you can say, put your hand up if you want to go to the toilet. Or, no, you may not eat while you're homeschooling. You will find that you are enslaved to your curriculum. And there we are, doing school at home. And as you become more enslaved, you kiss goodbye the blessing of the freedom that you and your children should be experiencing daily in your homeschool. And it doesn't end there either, because in allowing yourself to become enslaved to your curriculum, you also end up surrendering your God-given creativity, which in turn limits how you share, illustrate and explain whilst homeschooling your children. All in all, no one wins. So to summarize, I would recommend that firstly, you set aside your personal subject prejudices when deciding what to cover and give careful thought to the advantages of exposing your child to a broad, rich and varied curriculum in order that they may be equipped with many hooks on which to hang hats of knowledge. Secondly, when looking for guidance and trying to decide what material to use to homeschool your child, you invite people to share suggestions and qualified advice, but avoid allowing them to dictate what you must and mustn't do or use for that matter. Remember, they are not you. Their personal and family needs may not be the same as yours and your family needs. And furthermore, their children are almost certainly not the same as your children. God did not make children from a cookie cutter. Each precious child is unique. And finally, for your and your children's sanity's sake, please, guard against allowing yourself to become a slave to your curriculum. I want to close by reminding you that it's your child, your homeschool, your budget, your responsibility, and thus your decision. In my next On The Mark homeschooling podcast, I'll be looking at a very common challenge, and that is how to find the balance when homeschooling multiple ages, including babies and toddlers. Thank you for listening. 
You can subscribe to this channel by clicking on the link. We at love to learn are passionate about bringing life to learning, seeing families restored and generations impacted. You can reach us by email with a question of your own at info at lovetolearn.co.za or download our free homeschooling handbook by visiting www.lovetolearn.co.za. May God bless you with wisdom and discernment for the journey that lies ahead.